And it's that community, right? It's like the visual representation of community. So when you look out and you see all the light, you're not alone. And I I just think you see, you feel seen too, like at a show, like you're one of 50,000 lights, but you know, your light's there. (laughs) Thinky, thirsty, and over 30. Welcome to Afternoon Army, a safe place for grown armies to dish and discover BTS. We are four ladies who just wanted to know their names and now can explain the meaning of Lachimolala. New to Army? No problem. Come along as we explore all the important business that Bongtan throws our way. Join us on the last Tuesday of every month as we hop in the clown car and drive to the circus. And stay tuned for shorter, snack-sized episodes between hosts and various correspondents. Because one thing we know is that content, well, it just keeps on coming. Hey, everybody. Hello. 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 All right. Well, we are here for another edition of Bangtan University. That's Which, right. <laughs> you know, Army, trying to help. Yeah, help folks, you know, navigate this big, wild, wonderful world of Army life. It's been a little while since we've all caught up together, I think, since we last recorded. So, how's everyone doing tonight? What have you been up to in the last week or so? Well, I had a very interesting experience because, um, and not to make light of the situation because it's extremely serious, but I had a relative go missing in the hurricane in Florida. And uh, we had a happy ending, though, because he was missing for several days, but he eventually turned up at a Red Cross shelter. And so I had an emergency family trip down to Florida uh, from the Midwestern U.S. to go and find him in the shelter and uh, send him home to another relative's house. Uh, But it gave me, uh, I had been on the phone with the Red Cross and other agencies for an entire week trying to find him. And it really helped me to appreciate everything that the Red Cross does, including their disaster services and their family reunification program it was it was really amazing to see it all in action yeah it was quite an experience (laughs) and being in florida too being around that area was really 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 something was it you said you saw alligators yeah yeah, we were driving down the highway because we you know you cannot right now get a hotel room or a rental car in fort myers and you certainly cannot you cannot get a rental car in Tampa either. We had to have a friend drive us down there and we were on the highway driving down from Tampa um, where we were staying. And yeah, I mean, there was an, we were at that area where the Mayaka river had flooded the interstate and the interstate had been closed for a few days. And there was an alligator just swimming in the median, looking really freaked out. Like, why am I here in the middle of I-75? And just everything, you know, everything was just kind of upside down, almost literally in some cases. Um, because especially around that area, you could see that there was a neighborhood that was still underwater. There were cars floating in the water. And uh, yeah, again, to be more somber about it, there are, I think, still quite a few people missing and a lot of people lost their lives. It was very, very intense. So uh, we we were lucky that we had a happy ending and the, the Red Cross workers were so excited to see someone go home. And there were still a number of people in the shelter who didn't have anywhere to go. So yeah. It really made me appreciate all the volunteers. And I actually want to do that now. I I think it's uh, really incredible what they've done. Yeah, I mean, I think you win on the uh, 
the busiest week award. <laughs> Definitely the strangest week. <laughs> yeah. Kind of going from like living your life to living a ripped out of the headlines, you know, a couple days. So. Yes. Yes. So, you know, um, hearts out to everyone who's still dealing with the aftermath of that and will be for many months. It's going to be months and even years before that area recovers. Well, who wants to follow up with that? (laughs) (laughs) Megan, how about you? What have you been up to? Um, I mean, not to be so somber because he's fine. Um, but my dad had open heart surgery, had a triple bypass last Wednesday. It's been a week. Um, and he's doing great. Uh, and I have to give credit to like all the people that like really prayed for us and like gave us all the happy vibes because, um, we were really worried. He had a heart attack five, about five years ago. And at that time, um, it was the widow maker. And since then he's like the point, whatever percent, it's like 0.8% or something of people that his body creates scar tissue in the artery because it thinks the um, stints are foreign objects. So he was going in once a year and having to go back in the cath lab. And about, I think 2019, because it was right before the pandemic, my mom and I had been there while he was in the cath lab. And the doctor came out and told us um, his artery is very fragile. And if he has a heart attack, it'll be catastrophic. So we kind of had been living like that for the past few years, just kind of wait. It was a wait and see, wait and see. Um, And then last month he went to the cath lab and ended up that he had uh, some extra blockages. Um, And so within the week he was in surgery and I have to say for his age um, and some of his core morbidities that he has, he's done fantastic. Um, The last of the drains was, were removed today um, and he's supposed to come home on Saturday. So all the scary things and all of that, we were crisis averted. So thank you. Cause I leaned heavily on you guys. You guys gave me so much good content to like keep my brain. I didn't do anything last Wednesday. I literally laid on the couch all day and with my, my jaw clenched, I feel like, um, and just hid from the world until I got the call that he was like out of surgery and he was okay. Um, and he did have a little bit of, you know, traumatic medical trauma, but um, he seems to be doing pretty good at this point. So, uh, other than ignoring his pain and not using pain meds the way he should, cause he's a guy, I guess, um, he's doing pretty well. <laughs> well, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> two, two heavy things with at this point, happy endings though, which is, or, you know, hopefully happy endings for everyone involved. So that's, that's really good. And we were happy to step up. I think one thing that is nice about BTS and army life is, when things are tough or hard or you need distractions, it's like, well, we all can like go into our, uh, into our vaults and keep someone we at with all sorts of content. So Allison, how about you? What have you been up to? Um, nothing that mentally and emotionally exhausting. Um, I did have Corey's nephew, my husband's nephew, um, he spent the night this week, this past weekend, and we went up to a pumpkin patch in Omaha. And that's exhausting on a very physical level of just like walking around with a nine-year-old, like playing games and chopping through corn mazes. And like, I don't think Corey's sister will ever send her kid to us again, because they were up until like two o'clock in the morning playing video games. I think he had Mountain Dew at some point. <laughs> like it was we did some really great 
aunting and uncling this weekend. So, you know, good times. And now yeah. it was sort of like prepping, teaching my brain not to get enough sleep so that I'm ready for Busan this weekend. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're, you're like, I'm just going to start my no sleep boot camp now. So, you know, by yes. Friday, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Anything exciting, Leah? Um, happily, nothing super traumatic. Um, my husband was out of town for a little while. And so he came back. He was in the South Pacific on an island called Palau and he made it back. And we ended up doing a family day and we went to um, something that was good was, you know, I know people always hear about the fires in California. And so in 2020, one of the big uh, fires was in our area. and it was a bummer because it it's a bummer because it was a fire and it was a bummer because like a bunch of redwoods burned and it was a bummer because it was COVID and we kind of found all these little places to go hang out that were out in the forest and creek beds or, you know, just like little wild places that we could be away from people. And one thing we found that it wasn't a big discovery that no one knows about, but there was a place that we were really into that was a apple orchard owned by uh, Cal Poly, which is a university that is a couple of hours south of us. And it's some sort of demonstration orchard space. And so I was really sad when the fires hit because I thought that the orchard had burned. There were a lot of weird varieties there that were unusual. And it was a place you could kind of go. That's not commercial. Like really no one's ever there. It's like a you pick and you know, you grab what you're going to get, throw money in a box. Like it's 1950 and head on your way. And so we were driving around and we realized that it was um, it hadn't burned and we had no idea. It was like up this Valley. So we stopped and not only had it not burned, it was like completely empty. No one was there and it was chock full of apples. And so it was just this like really wholesome, like kids pushing each other in the wheelbarrow. And then my daughter coined um, calling Fuji apples um, mystical apples because they had like kind of like a fogginess to like the outside that you have to like kind of polish off. So she kept being like, I want more of the mystical apples. And so it was honestly just like a very you know, I felt like I was in like a movie of like the perfect autumn day. So it was pretty good here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't like, I think that, you know, what we can say as a segue here is, you know, lots of ups and downs this week. And that really ties in nicely to the theme of today, which is merch, which is always exciting to talk about merch from like, you know, BTS and what we get and what brings us joy and money, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be pretty expensive feeling sometimes being in this fandom and that can feel you know that can be rough so I guess like you know a question that you know we pose to ourselves sometimes um you know because today that's what we're going to be kind of talking about for our Bangtan University Army 101 is the fact that Army life really just isn't necessarily cheap um but do you really have to spend money to love K-pop or BTS? Wasn't it Yoongi who said one time that you don't have to spend money on BTS to love them? Am I right about that? Does anybody remember? He always he always has pearls like that, doesn't he? Like real little reality checks. Yeah, I think, and, and and I think it's right. It's true. The the music and the fan experience of relating to each other and just engaging with them is really the most important thing. Uh, but of course, that said, K-pop is really big business and there are a lot of goodies out there, uh, but you definitely don't need them to be a legit fan. 
and you don't even need to be interested in them, not at all. But if having some mementos brings you joy and it doesn't break the bank, then it can be kind of a fun experience too. And it's definitely, uh, definitely a, a theme in K-pop. There's always a lot of merch going on. So we're going to talk about merch tonight, as you may have guessed. But before we proceed, we need to make a little disclaimer just because there's, um, you know, money in, in involved in this discussion and discussions of different companies. So we are going to mention some vendors by name. We're not officially endorsing any of them. So please, before you spend your hard-earned money, if you do, then please do your due diligence and investigate the seller's reputation for yourself. Uh, because just because we may have had used it and had a positive experience doesn't mean that we can guarantee that for you. Uh, we can't control that in any way. We're just fans just like you. So we're just sharing what we've personally tried. Um, and even some of the methods and tips we have for buying things might become obsolete quickly. They could quickly change. We may, we're still learning ourselves. So we may give you some advice that doesn't turn out to be great. Um, so just, you know, do your research, Google, check with other fans and see who are more experienced, see what they do uh, before you make any kind of expenditure, uh, especially any big ones. Um, this is all still trial and error for us. So we just hope you enjoyed the discussion. Uh, but that's our little disclaimer for tonight. Sorry for being a lawyer and ruining the mood for everyone. Always. That's my job. I was going to say, who's the, who's the lawyer? Can you pick the lawyer in the group? <laughs> well, I was going to say that. I mean, you don't have to spend your life savings to love BTS and be ARMY, but it does get a little bit expensive. And if you are new to ARMY and want to see them live, you might want to get a new piggy bank and start making contributions to it um, here pretty quickly um, because it, it does get expensive, um, especially when you have to, if you have to travel um, to go to a show, um, I was lucky enough at the time um, to go to Las Vegas when they were in Las Vegas. And um, it wasn't cheap, but I was able to swing it. Um, where I live, there are daily flights to Las Vegas that are pretty reasonably priced. Um, and that made it really easy for me to get there. Um, as far as merch goes, for me, I my concert t-shirt was made by a friend here in town um, that makes the vinyl you know, t-shirts. Uh, she does all kinds, like Disney for families like Disney trips and things like that. So I actually had purchased um, one of the like patterns on Etsy and sent emailed it to her and she did the rest. Um, and I think it was like $15, which was, you know, pretty good, but she doesn't use any of that commercially. She just made that for me personally. Um, so that was fun. I always, because I'm on TikTok a lot, I see other creators and I see other army and they do a lot of shopping on places like eBay or Mercari or OfferUp. Um, recently, a gal on TikTok, one of the creators that I follow, was able to, uh, even on like her local Craigslist, someone had listed like a bunch of BTS albums and photo, like the whole thing together. Um, and she got a bunch of it for like 50 bucks. And it was like, you would never be able to buy any of that for $50. So this is like really amazing. So um, I would always check those things. But um you know, a lot of us, I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of us print our own stuff. Um, a lot of us have their galleries made that they've DIY'd themselves. So I'm not going to point any fingers. I'm just saying it's possible if you want to do that. Um, you know, I know that I bought a 200 piece OT7, like entire, you know, BTS group um, a sticker pack on Amazon that was like, I don't know, 10 bucks. Um, and it was fantastic. There was like great stickers in it and everything. So, I mean, I think if you are creative 
you find ways to get merch um, and create merch for yourself. There are plenty of shops out there. There, If you are on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, you know that there are a lot, a lot of creators that are actually makers as well. They have their own Etsy shop or they have their own uh, online shops. But there's also um, lots of online shops, even overseas, that offer great BTS merch. Um, and you don't have to pay the crazy shipping, which we'll get into later um, when we start talking about Weavers. So um, I, you know, I just want to say my advice, especially for New Army, is do what feels comfortable for you. Um, I'm still very cautious about what I purchase. Um, I have some t-shirts. I have some t-shirts. I, I have a t-shirt I bought the concert. I have a t-shirt that I bought from a creator. Um, and I have other little stickers, photo cards, and things like that. But um, it's possible to do it without breaking the bank. So I'm not super big on merch at um, Permission to Dance, La- not Las Vegas, Los Angeles. They sold out of like all the PTD, like t-shirts and everything at the concert. And I did want a concert shirt. So I just ended up like not caring and got a long sleeve white Map of the Soul t-shirt because look, Map of the Soul, I just like feel, this is like my disclaimer forever. If you had Map of the Soul tickets, like my heart goes out to you forever because that is rough. Um, That was the concert that, you know, got canceled due to COVID. So I got a Map of the Soul t-shirt and I love it so much. But because, you know, in real life, the member I most like is Namjoon. I've spilled so much crap on my white t-shirt that, you know, it's nothing I can wear like out in public politely, but I still love it. (laughs) And stuff that fills my heart is, you know, one of my daughters made me a wooden BTS logo with a laser printer, like at a makerspace with her dad. And I really love it. I like looking at pictures of the concerts I've been to. So I like looking at, you know, Tanya and Al. Allison, I was with you all in Vegas. I like looking at the pictures of us and like watching clips back. So, you know, I do apologize. Hi, like I know your stocks aren't doing well. I'm just personally not super into shopping. Well, being a Hobie bias, I've surprised myself by being a little bit more into shopping than I expected. It's probably because he's rubbing off on me. Uh, when I got into K-pop uh, in the last uh, two, three years and then in B- to, into BTS in the last year or so, it really actually never occurred to me that I was going to be buying anything other than music. So I've actually kind of surprised myself by enjoying getting some little things here and there, uh, just like our bougie prince, Mr. Hobie. <laughs> but not not too bad, not quite that bad. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm I'm older. I'm a, uh, the oldest of the bunch, and so I'm kind of at a place where, for the first time in my life, I can have a little discretionary spending money, even even monthly sometimes, which I never did in my 20s or 30s. I was dirt poor. And uh, in my even in my 40s, that was just not really an option. So I've been kind of enjoying it a little bit, although I, I need to be careful. <laughs> so uh, I would say that um, that's a rare thing, I think. And I realize that that's kind of a privileged situation um, to be in. And, some, and a lot of people aren't unless they until they get older, uh, if, if even then. So if you're on a limited budget, um, but you do have a little bit of discretionary money, you might decide, like we said, uh, some moments ago that it might be better just to save up for the chance to see them live whenever that is again, uh, because it is so magical and kind of a hard experience to attain. I know that those of us in the U S 
have been especially privileged in the last uh, couple of years to be able to see them when others have not been able to. Uh, and so uh, if you if you think you may have the chance, and of course they've promised that they will as soon as they can, then that's really probably the most important thing I think for most of us. Um, but if I was still at a place in life where I didn't have any discretionary money, uh, I think I would I might do kind of like what you guys have been talking about. I think I would probably make a BTS scrapbook, you know, paper or digital where I could really enjoy images of the items I liked and the members making their merch or just doing different things and being able to look at it and enjoy it whenever I want to. So I think that'd be a nice substitute. And I probably should do that actually, so that I don't buy too much stuff. The merch is really fun, but sometimes I get swept up in the pressure of just like the K-pop community to buy all the things And so it's been a great practice and mindfulness to be like, okay, stop. Do I really need this? And sometimes I really do. Sometimes I really do need that shooky clock for my office. And sometimes I don't. Um, But just to acknowledge like how real that pressure is to to buy the merch, I think it's important just to to name that as well. Um, But, you know, the finding those like one or two things that are really meaningful and important to you, I think is like the key to navigating merch and finding what brings you joy, printing photo cards at home or, you know, scrapbooking, finding people in the community. I think those are like the pieces that are most important for me. I was just going to say the like the pressure that you talk about is so real because I'm one of those people that have FOMO and like, that's just been me. That's my personality forever. And it's so hard for me not to buy every folio that drops. It's so hard for me not to buy like, um, the newest, whatever it is. So it, that isn't, that is incredibly difficult for me to look at it. Um, and go, you don't really need that. Like it's beautiful and it's great, but like, you don't really need that it's great if other people have the funds to do that um, and like put them on, you know, the, the folios are going to be beautiful. They're going to look beautiful on a shelf. They're going to, they're going to be beautiful. It's like, like coffee table book. I mean, Nam June's is literally like a coffee table book, but I agree. Like sometimes that pressure is just so like, Oh, throw, I have to throw my phone. I'm like, okay, goodbye. Like I can't look at you anymore because this is painful. Okay. So, you know, I think the TLDR of all of it is, of course, do what brings you joy, just do it responsibly. And even though FOMO is hard and it is like difficult, we see like big ticket items or like, you know, they had like merch that was like going straight to Nordstrom's, you know, that can be like, you know, sometimes you just need to know that like, you can still have love in your heart and find ways to celebrate that's, you know, going to work for you. But why do many um, BTS fans enjoy collecting merch? And what are some of our most treasured items? My most treasured item is my BTS army bomb because it brings back all the lovely memories of the concerts and being surrounded by army and watching the lights in the show. And it's something that I can pair with Weverse at home and like play my favorite song and watch my army bomb light up. So it's, it was the gift that kept giving <laughs> from all of my merch. And it's just, you know, it's really fun and definitely a treasured item. That's so fun. So when you're at home, you can get it to pair and do like your own personal light show. Yeah. Yeah. You just pull it up on Weverse and 
I, I forget the steps I'd have to like walk through them but you can like the your eyes tell is one of the songs that they have paired to the army bomb which is a beautiful song and it's just so fun and fire it's just there's a lot on there and you can watch the music video while your army bomb is flashing along to the song it's pretty incredible yeah that sounds super fun i'd like want to turn the lights off and have a little party so for me my most treasured piece of bts merch is actually a fan-made thing and i got it off of etsy and i got it for uh, a birthday present to myself a tradition i started when i turned 40 was getting myself um, a birthday present every year and it was something that I just would want that, you know, if it's been sitting in like an Etsy cart or in a shopping cart for a long time, I know that like that's one of the things I want to like get myself. So for me, what I wanted was um, the BTS prayer candles. So they're votive candles. A shout out to, you know, my Catholic upbringing, I guess, that I wanted them. But I got all seven and uh, it brings me joy to look at them. It makes folks think I am super eccentric (laughs) and I don't mind that at all. And yeah, I just felt like it was kind of this like thing that, you know, was nice and celebratory. So I have them out on uh, display amongst a bunch of plants and it looks a little bit like an altar and, you know, that's just fine. (laughs) How about you, Megan? I love the way you described that. I think that's absolutely right. It's like, when you think about it, if you go back to that first, um, our first official episode, I think, or maybe it's even before that, we were talking about how, you know, being in an intense fan experience like this is a parasocial relationship. And I think that these are like the little mementos of our relationship with them, even though it's a one-sided relationship in, in most ways, um, but not entirely. Uh, so yeah, I know they have meaning for that reason, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So there's an emotional attachment. Also, you were, you all, uh, you and Allison both were mentioning the army bombs and how meaningful those are. And it just suddenly brought a memory to mind because I was traveling with my family because of this family emergency in Florida. And uh, uh, we were at some point where we had stopped for the day and there wasn't anything else we could do. I had put on a couple of videos to calm myself down and they were blown away by the army bombs, by the colors and the synchronization and the beauty of it. And they could, they were like, Oh, show us more videos with that. That's, that's really cool. They just thought that like, wow, I've never seen a concert experience like that before. That was so immersive. And uh, it really made me appreciate it even more. Okay, so for me, my favorite item still um, is the uh, 2019 summer package. So they do these, in case you're new to all this, they do these uh, packages. Sometimes they're seasonal uh, where they'll have like a photo book and some little items that they sell. And I don't know if they're still doing them, but I don't think so. But they, for a while, they were doing a summer photo shoot and little goodies that would go with that. And the 2019 one was shot in Korea uh, absolutely beautiful rural area. And they wore um, many, not all, but many of their outfits were inspired by traditional hanbok. And so they had um, very beautiful fabrics and absolutely gorgeous. And just the whole thing is gorgeous. So I just love the aesthetic of it. And it came with a fan and some other neat things. So that's my favorite thing. Uh, and then also, of course, J-Hope just had his big solo debut for Jack in the Box. And I did get a couple of things from his um, 
merch because he, and I think it's because he designed it himself. That's what part of what made it meaningful. And just yesterday, um, my little music box arrived, my little Jack in the box music box. And I love it. It's, it's really beautifully made. And uh, I love it because I can look at the videos of him playing it and scaring the crap out of himself and laugh. And then I did the same thing to myself. <laughs> so it was a cute way of connecting with him and just remembering all that hard work that he did. So anyway, that's it for me. And Allison, do you have something else to share? Yeah, I was just like thinking about army bombs and the they're not BTS specific. So like, you know, Blackpink has bombs and the rose that we've talked about several times, like they just designed their um, light stick. And it's really fun to get online and look at like the creativity and the design that goes into making like a K-pop light stick. And because I'm also very into Thai BL dramas, boy love dramas, like there are like the shipped couples and they also have light sticks. So like two, I'm sure there's more, but like my two of my favorite actors often gun, they're often paired and shipped and they do a lot of fan service and fan meets and you can get an off gun light stick when you go to like and you know be a part of that like light stick fan experience when you go see them at their fan meets which I just think is kind of fun and very endearing I don't know and it's that community right it's like the visual representation of community so when you look out and you see all the light you're not alone and I I just think it like you see you feel seen too like at a show like you're one of 50,000 lights but you know your light's there (laughs) Well, and that's, I mean, we'll talk about this, I'm sure down the road, but when BTS first started performing, like there was that performance where the audience like hid the light sticks that they had. And so they performed and it was completely like dark in the audience. And so it is really, I think, particularly like being ARMY, like I am very proud to have that and to be able to like shine the light for them to see like from the stage. I mean, that's sort of, you know, like, they don't know me from anybody else, but they see like these light sticks. And um, I think that that's why another piece of why that's so important. Megan? I was just going to say, I would like, and I said this when we talked about Hobie Palooza, but one of my favorite things was seeing uh, people on TikTok that were not ARMY and were not BTS fans at Lollapalooza. And their one thing that they, comp- like they were so fascinated by the army blob they were like these light sticks these bubble light sticks what are they um one creator was like and the the fans next to us let us use their bubble light sticks it was great we danced we did this I gotta get me one you know so I mean I think it's for before k-pop I had no idea what those were I had seen them I had no idea what they were I think it's great that not just bts has them that most k-pop groups have them but it does it's such a unifying thing and i feel like if you were at another concert and you had one and you like or someone had one and you saw it you know immediately like we're friends (laughs) like let's go army we're at this concert together so i just think like leo was saying it just it's part of the greater community and it just i don't know it seems very meaningful because it is that connection and they like in Las Vegas, when um, V was like on the side of the stage, 
moving his arm. And so Army was following with our light stick. I mean, they do. They, at some point in the concert, you will have that connection. And it's not one-on-one, -on -one, but it's like all for one, you know? So there's like the joy of, you know, having merch. But then, you know, some folks get really into collecting as well. And some people just like to collect in general. And that's no different than when you're looking at BTS. So, you know, what are some things that folks do collect? And is there anything that's worth collecting if you want to use the word worth it? Um, and, you know, unpack that however it feels right to you. So let's start with Tanya for this one. Okay. So because this is also a Bangtan University Army 101 episode, if you are new to K-pop merch, uh, what you will see and is that uh, some of the most common things that people collect, and there's more than this, but these are very common, are things like photo cards. So little wallet-sized cards, like the ones that we've been talking about, um, are a really big deal. Uh, and, and they actually go for quite a lot of money online. People collect them very avidly. Uh, I don't myself, so I don't know a whole lot about it, but you can see it if you go on eBay that it's a, it's a really big deal. Uh, albums, of course. Uh, concert gear, you know, shirts and and things like that. Uh, they sell all kinds of things at the at the concerts. Towels, jewelry, you know. There's a million of socks, <laughs> hats. Uh, there's and of course, we I think we talked about this in a previous episode. But in case you haven't heard of it or you're brand new, the BTS has a very cute, much beloved line of co-developed merchandise with a company called Line Friends and it's called BT21 and they each designed their own little character and there's plushies and every product you can possibly imagine from clocks like Allison's Shooky Clock to socks from clocks to socks <laughs> they have everything with BT21 and they license it out to other companies and so there's just an endless amount of BT21 merchandise and those are much like I said much 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 beloved by ARMY and so uh, everybody of every age and and persuasion has some kind of BT21, I'm sure, even if it's just a little picture or something. They ha also have a line of merch with these kind of cute avatar figures of themselves um, that are called Tiny Tan. Tan, you'll see Tan in a lot of merch, and that's a reference to Bangtan. Uh, and that's why sometimes people will colloquially call BTS the Tannies. Uh, and so it's just part of their Korean name. And so anyway, there's lots of different kinds of merch, uh, that anything you can imagine, really. Um, and as you all were mentioning the FOMO, the fear of missing out, and that is, that can be extremely real. Uh, there is so much merch constantly dropping, especially for BTS, but for other groups too. Um, and it's really endless. And there's so many, you know, you can look online and there's all these tantalizing unboxing videos and it can get really hard to resist or to feel like you're, you're, you're missing out on some experience, especially if you, if you like you know, shiny things like some of us, some of us are magpies and we like shiny things. Uh, but, um, you know, I think if you do enjoy having some little treasures of theirs, uh, for myself anyway, I'll just speak for myself. Sanity has required just picking the couple of types of things that I like and not trying to have all of it. Just, I try to look like, but the, I love photo books and I just try to look at the photo shoots online and say, is this a photo shoot that I love that I would like looking at again and again? And sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes it's no. So I don't, I'm, I'm telling myself, you do not need to have all of them. There's too many. Um, and I got a couple of things from, of course, like I mentioned, Hobie's solo debut, because that was so meaningful to me. Um, 
And uh, I do like the DVDs and the albums, but uh, I'm trying not to go beyond that because it is endless. I mean, it is just an endless bottomless ocean of stuff. And if you try to get it all, you will go crazy. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm collecting anything personally, um, just because I'm more on a budget. So I can't, I would love to, there are things I would love to collect, um, but that's just not going to happen for me right now. Um, but I will say I love getting photo cards. Um, so when I get merchandise that comes with photo cards, I love that. I actually went to a cup sleeve event in my town and a gal that was giving away photo cards, they were made like she made them herself, but she made a bunch of them and was giving them out. And I thought that was really uh, cute and sweet. Um, and so I, that's kind of the, like my, what I'm collecting right now. Um, I will say that I do buy a lot of stickers because I love stickers and um, my daughter that's 12 also loves BTS stickers. So we do buy a lot of stickers and we put them in our planners and she puts them on her school notebooks and things like that. So that's fun. Um, But I feel like there's just a really big rabbit hole that you could fall down um, into, into collecting. Um, And the merch is so it's like never ending. There's something, I feel like every week there's a new piece of merch. There's a new, um, album that's being reissued or a new DVD that's coming out or a new something. And I think that it will feel over, it feels overwhelming sometimes. So, you know, for new army, if there's something that you really like, there's something, if you like photo cards, if that's your thing, if you like the folios or the photo books, or you just want the, the album on compact disc, just to have it, you know, they, they're so, I have to say it's so different from Western media. Um, because when I used to buy CDs all the time and it's like a CD in a plastic container has a little insert, whatever. When you buy a BTS album, it's an event. Like it is a, it is a gift from BTS from them to you because it comes in a box. Um, and then it like comes in a sleeve and then you open that. And then there's like a photo book. Um, I bought the proof like basic, almost, I guess, basic package. It was like 30 something dollars. And I, all I was expecting were three CDs and like the cover. And I got way more than that, that I was not expecting. And it was, you know, a, a fo- it was in a box, like in a sleeve, then a, fo- a photo book. I got two postcards. Um, no, I'm sorry. I got a postcard and a photo card um, or two photo cards. And then the book itself was just, beautiful. Um, and it, the value added, I mean, I just, I guess I was expecting so much less. I'm used to my regular Western media that I get. Um, but it's just kind of amazing. So I can see where people would like, I want more. I want more. I know that on my Christmas list, I put, um, the album B cause that's one of my favorites. Um, and it, I, I see it every time I go to target. So it's like beautiful box, this white box. And I just like, can't wait to open it. Look at all the things inside. So, I mean, it, I feel like army will find every individual army will find what works for them or what is worth collecting to them. There's no right or wrong answer. And there's four of us and we all like something different. And it's great because we share that content with each other. You know, Tanya was so excited and did a video of her, um, her Hobie Jack in the box yesterday. I enjoyed that. Like it's not, I'm not over-exaggerating at all. Like I was like, Oh, I'm so glad you got that. Like, it's so cute. And I'm so glad it's yours. And if, you know, Allison bought butter last week, <laughs> sorry, Allison, I'm like calling you out. And she went in the group chat and was like, look at the, what, look what I bought myself for the week. I was like over the moon for her. Like, yeah. What did you get? What photo course did you pull? So I think that army will 
if you're new to army or you've been an army for a while, you will find your groove and what is important to you as far as merch goes. And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. It's what feels best. I justified the butter purchase because I didn't buy the collector's edition of proof. I was like, I think that I can gift myself butter um, this week. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, self, for giving me the gift of butter. And then I got home and immediately like put up the poster in my craft room because it has sugar in that beautiful like pink mullet. And then my husband was like, is that a new poster? Yeah, you don't need to worry about that. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Leah, do you have anything that you collect? I wouldn't say that I have much that I collect up until this point where this week things have changed a little bit because something that I decided that I did need in my life is I needed the Vogue issue of V and little leather shorts. <laughs> and so apparently I collect that now. And so it has come. And I've even been more weird about it. Oh, Tanya's getting hers out. So Tanya, you are, you know, I, I got, I've just made it weird. And I decided that I put it, so I got it. I opened it. I saw it. It's still in bubble. And then I put it in a drawer <laughs> And I'm going to like come back when like I have, I feel like more mental capacity, maybe on the weekend, like maybe like as I'm waiting for like the Busan show and that's when I'll look at it. So like, I'm getting like a little ritualistic with my prayer candles, then, you know, my V magazine and now like, you know, having some protocol to when I'm going to, you know, look at it. And I got to say though, it looks really good. Tanya, would you concur on that one? It looks extremely good. I'm holding it right now. It just came today and I, uh yeah lost time during the lunch hour looking at it <laughs> it is it's a, really it's gorgeous there's three versions and you know i celebrate whatever version you want to get but i don't know why you wouldn't get the one with the green background in the leather shorts i mean come on <laughs> he's in the leather shorts let's let's get real exactly <laughs> and actually so if you need an artistic motive there is a gorgeous many many pages long photo spread um, inspired by traditional Hanbok in this Vogue magazine. So you can tell yourself that you are buying this for educational purposes. And then you can have V Taehyung wearing his leather shorts. And so I need to just, so when I first saw this picture, because it is an amazing picture, the green is amazing. The brown leather is amazing. He looks amazing. The entire thing is completely just aesthetically delightful. And I had no idea he was in leather shorts until I saw, I think it was going around maybe on Instagram. It went around on social media of essentially like the collection on the runway. And it was someone like in these little itty bitty shorts walking. And people were like, that's what, that's really what he's wearing. And it was like, no, I can't even, I have to quote Jen on this. And I had no thing when I realized that was the situation that was going to be coming. (laughs) All the think is gone. The the think is over. (laughs) Yep. Okay, but also, this is the same photo shoot where he's literally half naked on a picnic table. (laughs) How? Why? It. And putting and putting jewels into his mouth, like pieces of like very heavily adorned precious stone jewelry into his mouth. I didn't buy it for a reason because I, 
I just, I left it. It's too much power, too much power for your house to contain. So Allison, how about you? Is there anything you collect? Because apparently now I will splurge for a Vogue. Um, I really love my Polaroid collection and it seems to be growing. Um, so I have nine like sugar Polaroids in front of me. One photo of Jimin with his butter hair for devotional purposes. And then it just sort of like takes over the other part of the room. So my Polaroid prints are a treasured collection. Um, and I also listen to hard copies of CDs all the time and I always have. So I buy like one version of the albums. There's exceptions to that, but so I bought both like the big proof and the little proof, but not the collector's edition. And when like Tanya mentioned earlier, like the CDs will have like different photo shoot versions. So you can look up online and see, okay, what photo shoot version do I want? Um, Some people collect all of them. Um, but I just was like, I'm going to look through, pick out my favorite one. And that's the edition of the CD that I'm going to get. And I typically just buy like one, a paycheck if it fits into my budget at that time. But I really like my CD collection and I listen to them every day. So that's something that was really meaningful to me. And I also have a growing collection of BT21 characters because I just love Shooky so much. And it comes in office supplies, which is just like another another problem for me. As a scrapbooker, if it's like paper format or there's washi tape, like I will buy all of that. And sadly, BT21 comes with washi tape and paper and folders and all the things that you can get. So I have justified it because I need that stuff for my office. Um, but now my office is slowly being taken over by BT21. It's I mean, a it need. Yeah. It's practical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you know, we did touch, you know, there's a lot of joy, obviously, involved in getting the things that you love, that you feel connected to, that, you know, you're having fun. But then we have also said that there is this darker side of the pressure to buy or collect. There's also these very high costs of merch and shipping. Like, you know, we could do a whole pot on merch shipping and the idea of manufactured scarcity. So, you know, for newer army or just folks who can't get enough of bitching about weavers, (laughs) um, what is the weaver shop and is it worth the heartache? And Tanya, I feel like this is really a time for you to shine. I feel like you're right. I'm ready to shine, man. I'm half Polish and half Scottish. I can shop, man. And I, until BTS, I never paid retail for anything in my life, but that's gone out the window now. But I do, I do like a shopping adventure, even if it's a budget shopping adventure, which this is not. <laughs> so as we have talked about, uh, they are dropping merch constantly, sometimes multiple times per week. It's endless. Um, but sometimes if you are in a position, and again, I recognize it's a privileged position where you can buy something that you really want. Uh, even if it's just once in a while, um, it can be very stress-inducing because the K-pop, it's not just BTS, it is the K-pop model of merchandise is to create a lot of FOMO, which 
which they do very well, as you can tell. Um, and they do manufactured scarcity. So basically everything's a limited edition. Everything sells out quickly, sometimes in less than a minute, if it's a really coveted item. And uh, sometimes the items are dropped in under somewhat mysterious circumstances. You'll get this vague uh, notification that something's going on sale. There won't always be pictures of it. Uh, and then sometimes uh, maybe a day or two or even just a few hours before the sale starts, you'll suddenly get some pictures of it and um, it'll be like, okay, it's going on sale basically now. <laughs> and so um, it can really create a lot of pressure. And the problem is that I think, and this is, this goes back to what we were talking about before we K-pop fans in in army being the prime example of this I think are so devoted and so emotionally attached and loyal to their artists that I think it creates a very um strong uh drive to connect with them like we've talked about and one of the ways that fans sometimes connect is through merch and so this model of manufactured scarcity and flash sales and mystery um kind of creates this oh my gosh if I don't get it right now I might never get it kind of a problem and that is sometimes true but mostly not i mean there are some items like the um that are designed by the artists themselves that seem to be the most coveted items and a prime example of that is the merch that the bts members themselves designed and this was like last winter um you may recall or you may have seen images if you're recent army um jk did uh, jungkook did the the little speaker that has the light show um uh, Namjoon had the wind time and of course there were in the sweatpants and there were other things Hobie had a, a bag that he designed and so did Tay and there were a number of things like this um, and those are I think from everything I've ever heard those are probably the most coveted uh, merch items that they've probably ever done and they you can still get them though but you will pay a premium because they are so highly desired um, they're going on you can find them on eBay but they're about double or sometimes triple the original price but most things are not like that and you can usually find them again on eBay and actually they go into second and third rounds of sales the way that um, k-pop merch works is that they do pre-orders usually they don't manufacture a bunch of stuff and then just sell it right off the bat they have you pre-order it and then they manufacture it and then they sell it to you send it to you so there's a long delay often sometimes a long delay of weeks or months and so usually if the first they'll call it the first pre-order if the initial round sells out very quickly like in a matter of seconds or a minute um, or even a few minutes, they will then do a second round and a third round. Sometimes it's immediate like on Weaver's shop, which I'll explain about in a minute. Sometimes the second or third pre-order will immediately get listed after a minute or so. Sometimes it might take a day. It just depends on the circumstances and nobody really probably knows what those circumstances are most of the time. You just have to really keep your ear to the ground and you have to have, if you really want this item that you're after, you have to have your Weaver's notifications turned on for the shop and for the for weavers in general because that's the only way that you're going to find out right away if something's about to drop that you really want so anyway it's a, it creates a lot of excitement but also creates this FOMO and so I think this is where you know Allison's reference to mindfulness practice can come in very handy because you have to be able to say you know what that's exciting and that's cool and maybe I'll never get it and that's fine you know what I mean and be able to put it to the side which is hard when um, when you have a lot of attachment to uh to the art to the artists that you love all right so i'm gonna try to 
there's so much to say that I, I'll try to shorten it a bit, um, but we'll, because we can always add on more at another time, but we can call this Weverse Warrior Training. <laughs> so Weverse is, is Hybe Corporation's social media platform where fan, it's like a fan cafe, basically, as they would say in K-pop, where fans interact with the artists uh, and it, they drop videos and all kinds of content there, but they have a separate app for your phone or your tablet that is, and I think you can also get into it on a desktop computer called Weverse Shop. And that's where all the merch goes. So they're actually two separate apps. So if you're looking for it on Weverse and you can't find it, that's why you have to download a separate app. Uh, there are three shops. One is Weverse USA. Um, another is Global, where most of the world shops for BTS and other Hive merch. And then they also have a Japan shop. Um, so if you are in the U.S. or Puerto Rico, um, usually you'll use the USA shop, especially for albums, because those of us who reside in the U.S. and Puerto Rico, um, our album purchases can count towards Billboard if we buy them from a U.S. vendor, like Megan mentioned Target. That's a good one. Um, uh, uh, Amazon will often sell the albums. Um, and then Weverse USA counts as a U.S. shop. Um, and then there are other vendors too, K-pop shops online and maybe even near local town. So, um, so that's an important thing to think about if you're in, uh, if you're in the United States. So, uh, you have to make sure you're buying from the correct one and they have a little drop down menu. And, but if you're in the U.S., you can also buy from the global shop where the rest of the world is, except for Japan. And sometimes the prices are cheaper because the pricing in won will actually be come out to a lot less because of the exchange rate than dollars, but the shipping is a lot more. So you kind of have to do the math and see whether it's a good deal for you to switch to global. And again, for albums, people are encouraged not to switch to global if you're in the United States or Puerto Rico because of the billboard issue. Okay, now. Okay, there's some K-pop vocabulary that goes along with merch. Uh, there's a whole lingo to it, and I'll just mention a couple of the things. And you can always Google these terms if you if you're considering buying something but you don't know what you're getting and you want to be, um, you know, buyer beware and be an educated buyer. You can Google these terms, and usually they'll pop up. Uh, but for example, this is just a few examples. POB pre-order benefits. When you pre-order an item, which often you do, especially early you can often, um, your purchase will qualify for some extra goodies. And often that's photo cards, maybe a couple of different limited edition photo cards and a little holder sometimes they will come with. So those kinds of things. So POB, pre-order benefits. Um, and my Hobie Palooza concert buddies explained that to me. So this just shows that you don't always know what these things are and you just ask people. So ask us if you're not sure and you can't find the answer and we'll try to find out. Um, let's see. If you're buying an item that has a DVD or a CD in it, there's a term called digipack. And I did not understand what they meant by that for the longest time. And all that means is it's the little, pretty little cardboard folder that the discs are inserted into. That's called a digipack. So if you see that listed in your item, that's all that is. Um, another recent term that's been coming up lately, like with the collector's edition of proof is AR card. And I had to look that up because I was wondering, is that something you use with a you know, virtual reality headset or something. Everybody was speculating, what does that mean? And it turns out they're, they're photo cards that you scan with your phone and they lead to moving images. So it's like an interactive photo card, basically, between the card itself and your phone. But so I don't think it has anything to do with virtual, virtual reality at this point, not in the way that we think of it. Um, there's a term called lucky draw, and that usually, again, refers to photo cards. Again, photo cards are a big deal. Uh, and that means that you can't choose which one you get. It's random pick. 
and a lenticular card or photo card is one that has, and these have been around since I was a kid. It's uh, textured, and, and if you move it, it, the picture changes, right? So that's what they mean by lenticular card. So those are some of the terminology that you may run across. Um, other than that, just a couple of other things. Shipping is a prohibitive often for small items like Allison was mentioning washi tape a lot of times BTS will drop merch lines for different concert themes and little things that they're doing like Dalmajung the Chusuk uh, holiday and they'll have cute little things like washi tape that are only you know a few dollars maybe eight nine dollars six dollars key rings things like that and then the shipping for one item to, to my part of the United States is now up to almost twenty three dollars so I'm not going to buy, um, you know, a $7 roll of washi tape. Now, if what I discovered recently, because I wanted a cute, few cute little things like that from the Dalmajum collection this, this past fall or this fall, was that if the, if the items are from the same merchandise line, then you can group ship them as long as they don't exceed a certain weight. So I was able to get my few little goodies for the, for one shipping price, not every item didn't have its own shipping cost, but I experimented the other day and I tried to add Jungkook's photo folio just to see if I could get it for the base price without paying extra shipping. No, because it's not from the same line. It's not shipping at the same time. And so it wanted to charge me again for the shipping. So it's limited, but it is possible if you want a few things. And then of course, in the same vein, you can group order with some friends. So often if there's a coveted item, you can usually buy two or four uh, uh, copies of it. And so if you have other friends who want it, then one person buys it, everybody shares the same shipping cost, and then whoever receives it will ship it to their friends, and that cuts down on the cost a lot. So anyway, the shipping is expensive. A lot of people rail on about it. I know I used to, but I read somewhere that the reason why it's so bad, because it's not just Weverse, it's other companies too, um, is that uh, it has something to do with the companies that are working in Korea and some kind of restrictions. And so it seems to be the only viable option that they have right now from what I can tell. I don't know why they can't use a distributor in bigger countries like the U.S. and just ship everything all together. Uh, who knows? I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> but anyway, it's expensive. So there's a couple ways around that. One is the group sales. Um, sometimes to save money, fans will also um, buy items and then split them. Like one person wants the photo cards, one person wants the photo book, and that's called a split order. Um, and uh, other than that, that's probably the main advice. There are some third-party vendors. Uh, one of the ones that you might have seen come um, across your screen a lot, and I'm in this. I'm referring just to official merch here, the stuff that you see on Weverse. Uh, I think they. I don't know this, so this is just me guessing. Educated guess. They probably have buyers working for them because some of the hot official merchandise from Weverse that sells out very quickly will then show up on a few other third party vendors, one of the main ones being Coco Dive. And so sometimes if you miss out on an item, you can get it at a place like that. You'll pay a little extra premium, of course, for their uh, service, um, but it's usually not exorbitant from what I've seen. And so that's another option if there's something you really wanted. Um, and other than that, the last thing I'll say is just that um, if you are going for something that where there's a lot of excitement around the item, and again, that's usually the stuff that the guys have 
designed themselves, um, which is like the photo folio books, the merchandise that they designed um, last winter. Then if you do want it and you want to be in the first pre-order, basically it's kind of like an eBay auction. You basically have to be on there the minute it drops and you have to keep refreshing your screen. And then the second that it comes up, you have to hit purchase and get in and get out. And you on Weavers USA, you have to pay with PayPal. So you already need to be logged into your PayPal account. Otherwise you're going to have to go through that extra step and it's going to, you might miss it just because everything sells out when it's hot like that, it'll sell out in less than a minute. So anyway, that's the advice. We're glad to feel free to reach out to me and I can um, give you some advice. And you can also the Reddit, um, our Bangtan community, um, they discuss merch and have advice on there. If you Google that, so anyway, reach out if you'd like some advice on that. And that's it. That's Weverse Warrior Training Part 1. And we can always do more on it later. <laughs> and I'm just talking about official merch. And, and uh, we have other members here who are going to talk about other stuff. Yeah. And Megan, do you have something else to add to this? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I was so sad when the Artist Made Merchandise came out. Like, I wanted the gray sweats. And I wanted the um, wind chime that Namjoon did. And I love Tay's bag. And... Um, Jimin's purple sweatshirt, all like everything. I, if I could have, I just would have bought all of it. What I will say is that recently, um, as I was scrolling through Instagram, one of the sites, I believe it was Coco Dive, had these bags. Um, and so I, in and at that time, it was half off. They were having some type of promotion. So I sent it DM style to my daughter, who then told my husband, mom wants this bag for Christmas. And it came. It's it's hidden. I mean, I wanted to unwrap it and open it up that day it came, but I can't, and I'm going to wait for it to be under my Christmas tree. But I will say that when you, and, and I, I pulled up K-pop exchange because I've recently purchased a Christmas present on there for my daughter. They are advertising pre-order for Jimin's folio. Um, they still have, uh, Mott seven light sticks. There's, um, other merchandise on there that is official BTS merchandise that you can pre-order or order or purchase. So, you know, as you know, um, Tanya always says, it's like the fire drill. Like I had to run and get my computer and like line up all my things and the planets had to align. Yes. But also almost a year later, I will be, I will get these back, which is what I like. One of the things I originally wanted and not all of the things come back. Um, the, uh, I guess, uh, stationary that um sugar did that never came back the sweats didn't come back the um the speaker did i don't think the speaker came back and the wind chime didn't come back j-hope's bag is on a couple sites but again even if you feel like you missed it sometimes it will cycle back and you'll get your chance because i'm so excited to get my bag you guys <laughs> can't wait i forgot to mention one thing that's important Okay. So as a caveat, uh, if you are buying from Weavers, I, you can usually cancel your order. I don't know if there's a limit, time limit on that or not, but I have successfully canceled orders before. But on some of those third party vendors, they have extremely strict cancellation policies on, especially on pre-order items. So they may not allow you to. So just if you're buying just check the cancellation policy if you think there's any chance that you might need to because you may not be able to. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Are you okay if we skip to that? Because I think even though we still have a lot, like, so, you know, we've talked about our BTS merch, but what about BTS? Like what happened to all that lemon kombucha that Jungkook liked? 
first of all, if you haven't seen this video clip, you should go on YouTube, look at JK Kombucha and watch his little face when he tells us that we have sold out all of his favorite lemon kombucha and it is just priceless. So like, I don't know if anybody else wants to jump in, but he did a V live where he talked about this drink that he loved. And then he came back on a couple of days later and army had bought all of the lemon kombucha flavor that he loved so much. And he was both proud of us and so disappointed that he couldn't get it anymore. It was quite possibly the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. So we were yeah. lovingly scolded. <laughs> I actually looked it up and it was February 27th, 2001. Um, and they are actually packets. They're little packet uh, sticks and you put them in like a water, like a 16 ounce water bottle. They are still available. That flavor is now available on Amazon. You can purchase it. I looked it up. Uh, and so the fun, what I thought was funny um, is that it sold out in three days. Okay. That was the first thing I thought was hilarious. Um, the company commented that they sold what they usually sell in a month in three days. Um, they also said um, that their sales across the board increased 500% and the first week of March, 2021. Um, this is the kombucha in question is called Teasin lemon flavored kombucha tea. It has zero sugar and both pre and probiotics. It's available on Amazon for $14.99 for a pack of 10. And you add one stick to a 16 ounce bottle of water. There are other flavors available, but we did get scolded for selling out the lemon, which was his favorite. And it is hilarious because he's so irritated. It's fantastic. If you'll just want, there's like a whole list. So if you, Allison, I think you put them in. If you want to just do a couple, I think that's fine. Okay. So are there some uh, other, um, so are there some other ones besides the kombucha debacle? There's quite a few. So we'll just hit some highlights. There's Jin and the Shark. So in December, Jin released his hit Super Tuna. And it had all of the army running to Target to get um, that shark that he wore on his overalls. And it was part of their like dog toy collection, if I'm understanding correctly. And it sold out almost immediately and is not been like in the store since. Um, also, J-Hope's Obey shirt, which I like at the concerts, I saw this, everybody was wearing this. There's quite a few army that had that on at the permission to dance concert. Um, and there are some on Amazon and, um, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else to say about that, but it's pretty fun to see like the merch pop up. Most recently, Namji posted a picture of himself in the bathtub and in the background was a Dory nightlight, which of course has sold out almost immediately. And there's been lots of like fan edits about what Dory has seen in the bathtub. And it's pretty funny. So if you Google Dory Nightlight, you won't be able to find one probably right now. Um, but it's pretty incredible how fast he was able to sell that out. And also continuing on with the theme of RM is his TBR pile. So he had like just piles of books everywhere. And he has um, really done 
the service for um, authors and their books and selling out. So I don't have my glasses on. They were hurting my head. That's okay. Uh, when I looked it up, it was just a specific book. There's actually links and we can share them on our social media um, of what he has read or books that have shown up that he either has in his possession or people have seen reading. But the one that was on this particular site when I looked it up um, is a book called Early Death. And it was seen in a video where he's casually eating with friends, I guess. Um, and it's about Korean artists who died at a young age. The book had been out of print for over a decade, but fans petitioned the publisher to republish the book. And within days, it was a bestseller after not being a bestseller for 18 years. So it just goes to show like the power of things that they use. And we know that from even just as like the short time we've been fans, um, anytime they, anything they touch, like the Chipotle, when JK called it Chipotle or however he said it. And then like Chipotle literally changed their social media handle to match it. Um, I know that over the summer, there was this like really funny discord, like back and forth with um, Jack, Jack in the Box, the fast food restaurant um, because someone tweeted if we don't get free Sprite um, on the day that Hobie's at Lollapalooza like I quit Jack in the Box altogether and then Jack in the Box said that if you ordered food on that day in their app you got a free small Sprite so it just goes to show like it's gold even when we were in Vegas every time you turned around there was some type of promotion that had to do with BTS because what are we going to do? Spend our money. What are we going to do? Just pass out the dollar bills. That's all. That's what we're going to do. So I think it's really interesting. And you can look up RM's um, book recommendations all over the internet. I actually found one via BuzzFeed and it's pretty interesting. And he's done great things, not just with art, but with books and especially books by Korean artists or Korean authors, I mean. So it's kind of fantastic. I am so happy that they can, you know, afford awesome apartments and condos around Seoul and, you know, J-Hope's many handbags. And the downside is sometimes their faves get impacted because, you know, the army fandom can be a source of paying their, their mortgage and also buying out their favorite beverages. <laughs> You know, that's the uh, duality of BTS. I guess we can remind them of that, right? <laughs> it's actually at the point where recently he, he posted those, Hobie posted those videos of him watering his plants in the shower. And I was so curious about the shampoo bottles. And of course, there are fan accounts where they trace those things and post them like Bung Tong Closet. And I was going to ask them, okay, what are they? And then I, I actually held back because I'm afraid he won't be able to buy his shampoo and I want his hair to look pretty I know very sweet how our our brains work when we're army (laughs) so oh sorry I was just gonna say we have to protect the hair at all costs yeah we gotta protect that hair at all costs absolutely we are in the Uh, golden era of bts hair right now it is the only thing that matters (laughs) it's true so um so what is a current song that you have on your playlist right now I have been, I mean, obviously there's always BTS on my playlist, but every once in a while, there are artists that sort of like rise to the top. And right now, um, an artist called Jeff Satur, he's Thai, and he did some songs for Kin Porsche, 
and a few other um, BL dramas that I've watched recently. And he has one of the most incredible voices I've ever heard. And so his song Highway has been on repeat just all day at work. And in the morning when I'm doing my morning routine, it's like not super like in my face loud so I can journal and listen to it while I'm drinking my coffee. And I just love it. Um, For me, I have, I think, two songs that this week in particular I've been listening to a lot. One uh, is K-pop and one is not. So the K-pop one is Yours by Jin, and it's a ballad from the drama Jirasan. And I just think it's super emotional and I love it. And it's kind of perfect for this sweater weather. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been listening to that song quite a bit. And then in non-K-pop, I saw Florence and the Machine this weekend. It was amazing. And she has a new song, King. And that is one of my other anthems right now. It's just super powerful. And I really love that song. And I think it's just like a great feminist anthem. So Megan, how about you? The BTS song that I have on repeat right now is Dimple. Because I was getting some reels ready for Kim Young, And I was like, oh, that. That fits. Um, that's perfect. And then um, also, I've been listening a lot to Heart lately um, because I got the song Barracuda stuck in my head, and then I got the song Magic Man stuck in my head. So that's really been at the top of my playlist uh, for a bit. Also, I've just been like burning through Spotify, um, getting inspired to make more reels. So, if you have any suggestions? Send them my way. Hey everybody, this is Tanya, and uh, for my BTS song right now is Let Go. I don't know, I just ran across it on a video, a concert video, two days ago, and it's just stuck in my head, and I love it, and uh, it's just a great song, so this that's just been on repeat quite a lot, and there are others, uh, and of course, Crush and J-Hope put out Rush Hour within the last uh, few weeks, and that is such a joyful song, and the music video is so much fun, so I've been listening to that a lot and doing my army streaming duty. (laughs) And then finally, um, there's a Korean and American um, independent band called The Rose, which we've mentioned before, and they are having a big comeback right now. Um, The members who are Korean citizens just got out of the military, so they're like all reunified, having their big comeback. And it's a beautiful album called Heal. It just dropped this past week. And my two favorite tracks are Childhood and Shift. And then something that we're doing with, um, you know, our featured podcast of every month, which this one is, is, you know, content's coming fast and furious. But what is a highlight that you have had this month um, in BTS? I think, I mean, obviously my highlights are always going to be sugar. Like that's just where my brain goes. I don't see anything else. And Suga in Japan for the NBA was the highlight of the month for me. I've never been so interested in basketball in my life and was just thrilled to be watching him, you know, courtside and just so excited to meet his basketball idols in real life. And My grandma passed away five years ago and she was a huge NBA fan. She kept like stat cards on everybody. And I just thought of her the whole time because we could have had some like lovely conversation about basketball during Suga being in Japan. So that was pretty special. How about you, Leah? What has stood out for you over the past month? I mean, it's pretty hard to pass up. Okay. 
I'm not going to talk about Japan. So I'm going to talk about two things. One is just a moment that has stood out and I'm still here in this hell. And that is the sugar selfie that he has posted. So it is not currently his profile picture. It is his, uh, his profile. It is amazing. I, I I've saved it as my phone screensaver. Um, I don't know. I just, it, I had a chemical reaction when I looked at it that I don't think I've come down from. And the thing is, is that I love when he knows he's taken a damn good photo because, you know, I'm sure he's got, you know, humbleness, but there's times where I just feel like he's like, yes, yes, I did look really fine. And in this case, he actually came like when he posts it, I just feel like, you know, and then when he sets his the profile pic, he really knows he's feeling it. And then in this case, he came back and posted again, basically thanking the whole team like it was like an academy award speech like i want to thank this makeup artist this hair person i'm like look i get it it takes a village but like bless you and then an honorable non-shiga mention goes to my bias wrecker which is the gin gaming three-hour weavers fest which consisted of scandalous moaning it made it hard you can't watch it anywhere that you don't want people to think you're basically watching adult videos and it was amazing plus the whole premise of the game is like a philosopher in a bucket who's like swinging himself through this world so i don't know jen is like a fever dream but sometimes it's just really amazing to be a part of it so megan how about you You know, I feel like Sugar gets so much attention, but I just, the one thing that I loved is that he made a video for Steph Curry's kids, um, which I thought was amazing. Um, and he was very happy to do it. It was really sweet. Um, and his, just his interaction with Steph Curry as a whole, I felt like was really sweet. You could see the respect there. And I loved that because I don't think that Western, uh, in Western media, they get the same type of kudos like we know they deserve. Um, so I thought that was really fantastic just to watch them together i did see that the nba recently tweeted that their top three tweets of all time all have to do with sugar because of course they do also that jersey is available for purchase so if you want a golden state warriors jersey with the number three and sugar on the back you absolutely can purchase that um and let me i have to find it i'm really sorry because i just had it up and then i lost it we got a dm um as we newly launched this podcast that just like, I think it's fantastic because it really just sums up. It was like my favorite thing that's happened um, this month. I won't read the whole thing, but it says, uh, I'm not a BTS fan. I'm here from Afternoon of Delight. Definitely not ARMY. But it says, but now I'm getting sucked in because you post adorable things like this. And it was from the Fact Awards uh, show. I just watched the first five minutes of Carpool Karaoke and I had to pause. Because I can feel myself falling for them. God damn it. Perfect. Month made. Yeah, that's amazing. Job done. Way to go, team. Oh, I absolutely love that. That was such a great message. And uh, yeah, welcome to ARMY. <laughs> you're, never, you're never getting out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, for me, I was going to say Jin's V-Live because I actually sat through all three and a half hours of it and loved it. It just brought me joy. Um, but since we have covered that already, I will say something that actually just happened this morning, which was a new 
run bts episode which is the one where they are doing the um uh the aerial yoga (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh it's just the cutest thing (laughs) i'm sure you've all seen it so i don't need to describe it to you it's just a a a festival of joy 30 minutes of joy it's just ridiculous it was great and of course it's jimin's birthday today so happy birthday jimin (laughs) yay our angel (laughs) yes and I do have to say that as this show has been recording, we have gotten the moment that many of us have been waiting for, which is the famous Sugar birthday tweet, where he hashtags it's Sugar Young on a member's birthday and gives them a message. So he has sent out his birthday message to Jimin in the last five minutes because my phone let me know. <laughs> so yeah, so... I think if you're listening, if there's other things that you would be interested in, uh, you know, getting some education on in this Bongtan U uh, format, we are more than happy to be of assistance. Uh, We have lots and lots of ideas moving forward, certainly, but we are always happy to take listener feedback too. So you can contact us at the at Afternoon Army on Instagram, where Megan and Tanya and particular have done a really good job uh you know keeping a lot of content coming and then also you can email us uh, email us at afternoonarmy at gmail.com as well and we are yeah like I said always happy to listen to feedback and what would be useful and fun so thanks a lot everyone and happy birthday to our favorite little chim chim all right well what do we say can't get enough of bts cool neither can we so between shows why don't you hop on over to at afternoon army on instagram and join the conversation want to support us as a newer podcast hitting the scene share the love by leaving us a five-star review on apple or spotify and last but certainly not least don't forget to check out the other pod in our network afternoon of delight k-drama Deep dives from three romance authors with new episodes every Wednesday.